And welcome back to the tier system. Episode five. Thank you. Keeping right. count. He didn't even have the uh, tally sheet or a paper in front of him. I'm he a just pro. knows. I'm a pro. Well, I upload he, these, so I should Yeah, know. He, he has an idea. <laughs> I I upload and remember, I think four was our last one like a Be- month ago. Yeah, before vacation time. I upload all the top ten, but that doesn't mean I remember what's all on there. Yeah, but these are just numbers. I don't even label them with a title. So Fair. A little bit easier. No, there's no description, nothing. It's just it's three guys, and they talk about something. Here you go. Have yep. fun. Beautiful. So here we are. We are back after a little bit of a layoff. And we just got our three topics this week. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty excited about this one. I've been Ooh. holding this one in the Generic. Vault. Yeah. Starting 2024 off with a bang, huh? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've been saving this one because it, it came up a few months ago. But okay. I'm pretty excited to get to it. And Killer's going to go last. Because I, uh, I have the anchor. I'm going to just... Bring down the Killer's always room. got the most important ones. Yeah, he brings up the really important he's topics. The caboose. Politics. I had mm, snack stuff. talk. Yeah. I had snack talk a couple weeks yeah. ago. Snack. From Costco? Yes. Oh, I'll be right back. Oh. What? All right, talk, well, talk amongst yourself. We'll happening? see you in just a sec, Killer. I hope he brings snacks. He hopefully, I hope he does. It's like the end of a little league game. Last time I was the snacks in the car. In his little office. I don't know if they still share a desk now, but it was him and Sean who shared that desk in the mm. back room. And let me tell you what, that's a very small room for nobody, for anybody who's not been up here in the studios. Like there's three desks in there mm-hmm. and it's a corner office and they share one with a guy, from two guys from 99.5 and Killer and Sean share a desk. So I know they don't sit there at the same time, but I mean, it's so cramped. But last time I was in there, Killer had a big box of oatmeal. So I want to see what he has this time. Woo! Let's go, baby. PB and J sandwiches. All right. Uncrustables. I had, go. I was just telling the story killer because of the very small office you shared. Do you share that desk with Sean still? Yes, we still share that desk. <laughs> and underneath that desk, he has. <laughs> Here a, we go. He has a sleeping bag that takes up half the space under in the, oh, the leg area. That. Yeah. He's got a sleeping bag, a a camping pillow. Well, you need that if you have a sleeping bag. A box of oatmeal that's that's what i just brought up to tyler okay oh. uh there is a there is a box one of those like the paper boxes you know for the printer that we put recyclable paper in and we i usually take that at home once a month and dump it and you don't recycle it here we don't have the recycling bin here anymore mm. oh man so i i take R. it R. home P. and so put it in my own doesn't care about the environment R. I, R. I think it's the building itself doesn't care about the environment mm. but so that's, you're telling me hero the restaurant is not recycling I seriously doubt Hero recycles. Mm. But no, that's so underneath our desk is a pillow and a sleeping bag and oatmeal. So if you ever get stuck here, which we do you have guys sustenance. have, I've been stuck here before. You guys have been stuck here before. Every year I've worked here. I wish I knew about the sleeping bag because there's been days where I'll like go to a game and I'm like, man, I really don't want to go home. Yeah, it's in there. Hmm. I almost debated doing that for White Elephant Day because yeah. I drew the short stick of morning board up. After but I also had to 10. do a top 10, and so I didn't get off until like 10.30, and then I was like, do I really want to drive home just to come back here at 5 in the morning? Mm-hmm. I, inf- I I did, but I highly debated staying, sleeping in the conference room with the sleeping bag, because I've seen yeah. Sean do it before. Yeah, Sean's yeah. done that. There's been overnight board ops that 
haven't used a sleeping bag, but have gotten gone down into the uh, conference room and taken a nap. I've slept in the conference room before. There's been a on couple that little times. row where the bench yeah. is. It's a pretty comfortable little bed. Yeah, alarms have gone off on the overnight, and it's because in the overnight guy is down there <laughs> sleeping instead of paying attention to what he's supposed to be doing. Well, what you're supposed to do is set an alarm like 10 minutes before you're supposed to turn it over for the hour or something like that. That way you're ready. Yeah. Well, you got to take cat naps if you're doing overnight because I've done it from like, oh, cool, I played all my spots. So it's 3.30 in the morning, so I'm going to take a nap until 3.50, a quick 20 minutes. Yeah. I never did that. Oh, I did. I. It's somehow, always, I can't, dude. it's always, you can only do 20-minute increments because if you do more, yeah. you're going to be tempted to just sleep longer. You'll be like, eh, I'll be all right. And don't go in the conference room. That's only if you're, like, staying overnight. You go in yeah. there, you're going to lose it. you yeah. got to sleep in the studio if you're going to do Yeah, you guys, there used to be a guy that would put a, a, a styrofoam cup over the light sensor. In the, so it wouldn't in the wake room. him up. So it wouldn't go up, and he would, like, he's no longer with the company because he would put all the spots into, like, the first break. Just play them all. And play them all in, the, in that first break. And so you have everything, boom, like seven minutes of spots, and then he would sleep the rest of the hour until the top of the hour to play the, the ID. That's what I did. Well, except for the sleeping, but I would save them all for, like, the last break if I could. The one at, like, four in the morning? Because that's where you play the ID as well. So it's a two-for-one. Well, also, you could play spots at the top of the hour because of old programming we had. Now we have Fox Sports. They don't go to break at the top of the hour. Right, they just yes. play the legal ID, so you can't right. just start yeah. off playing yeah. all the spots. Right, yeah, okay, yeah. yeah you yeah. have to wait until like 15 minutes past the hour till they actually go to their first break. And technically speaking, you're supposed to play them where they're programmed because that's where they're paid to be played. So I have uh, never moved anything without discrepping at yeah. first. Mari knows that. Yeah. Well, I play Me and her I talk play all the, the time. Hour. They still got played in the hour. So. I only play them in the designated time slot, sir. Oh. That's my job. Not me. That- Not this guy. <laughs> so, Look where I am now. Yeah. Right here. Uh, about that. Uh, we're gonna, yeah, we're going to let you go, buddy. Have you, uh, well, see you well, later. Yeah, it was, it was nice seeing you here, buddy. Yeah. I appreciate it. Cool. Yeah, we yeah. got the Gary as, Cole boss. That was like yeah. three <laughs> years ago. All I'm thinking about is TPS reports as I'm standing here like, I don't have the cool mustache. That's Jay. For now. I don't know how long it's going to last. Forever. Good. Are those, are those new glasses? Uh, Old. Okay. I'm still wearing glasses because I've yet to order contacts. Hmm. I ran out a while ago. I don't want to get a new prescription because I was waiting for the new year to start so I can use new insurance. Yeah. But I also have old glasses prescriptions too, so I had to get used to wearing those. It's just very annoying. I have to find my old contact prescription as well so I can order it because I'm going to go through a website instead of going through an optometrist to just buy one box. Hopefully it can last me. What so are we'll glasses see. like? They suck. Oh, okay. I hate glasses with a passion, mm. but I've, I've been blind since like seventh grade. I don't know why Donnie and Matt and all them from the invasion say, uh, I'm going to hold out as long as I can, get bifocals and all that because it makes me feel like an old man. No, if you haven't been blind like us since middle school, you don't understand. Like as soon as someone offers me bifocals or say my vision's that bad, of course I'm going to take it because I want to see. I don't know why they're holding that off. Some prideful thing. I only, killer takes off his glasses. I, did, I only need them to read. <laughs> I, so I forget that they're on a lot of times, but I don't need them for driving or anything like that. I just need them to read. I need them 24-7. And the only re- reason I need them to read is because at night when I have you drive at night, I can't see long distances because my 
I guess the, the optometrist said my pupils are overworked during the day since I'm reading from a screen all day long. Mm -hmm. And so at night when I'm driving, all the signs start to get a little bit blurry. So I have trouble focusing. I already so, forgot what it's like to wear glasses. I don't even remember now. If I close my left eye right now and just see through my right, I can't even make out that that's Tyler. That's bad. Ah, I didn't even see that because I have my eye closed. Like my, my peripherals bad. Yeah, I can't like make out bad. anything. I can see up close just fine, but like anything past where my hand is, that's not even a so about two a feet, foot, two feet maybe the length it's, of an arm. I can barely make out Killer's hoodie. Wow, I'm very blind. Okay. I know that's the ticket logo right there, but yeah. other than that, I probably couldn't read it unless I do the uh, really um, thing that Yuli Guriel got <laughs> oh, in trouble yeah. for for you Darvish. Darvish. Yeah, 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 yeah. If I make the fake. Um, Asian eyes, I can kind of see, but I'm not going to do that. Yeah. I'm going to just put my glasses back on. Yeah, do that. <laughs> All right, Jay, you're up first. Go. Mm. I watched some of the bowl games, not all the bowl games. You're not a true fan. You watch like 99% well, so I, you know, of them. You know, some people have to work up here, killer. We can't just watch bowl games all day and take two weeks off for dry dock. You know, some people got to keep the station afloat. So the games were on while I was having to work. But uh, I was thinking about, I watched the Pop-Tarts Bowl, of course, because the yeah. moment that got announced, of course, I was going to watch that. The Cheez-It Bowl still uh, stuck around. But did you see, because it was held at the same stadium, uh, wherever that is in Orlando, I think that's UCF yeah, like, Stadium. Yeah, the Camping World Stadium. Yeah, Camping World, World Stadium, I think. Um but did you see all the concessions that they offered? Because like Pop Tarts and Cheez Its did a collab. Did they really? Yeah, it was like a Pop Tart hot fudge sundae, and then they had like a chili cheese dog topped with Cheez Its and stuff that like that. That sound awesome. I, it looked awesome. Not gonna lie, I sent like, some like, on Twitter to my brother. Like, Let me see if I can find what it was. Like Cheez It crumbles on your chili dog. That sounds delicious. Yeah, little, they, they got good bits crunch. going on over there at, at Pop-Tart World. Yeah, they had a Pop-Tarts ice cream sundae and a Pop-Tarts banana pudding. And then they had a Cheez-It chili dog and then mac and Cheez-It nachos. Dude, mm. mac, they, would, they actually use pasta in there or they just use the Cheez-Its? From what I'm seeing, they use the Cheez-Its as like the chips and then they put mac and cheese and other stuff on top of it. Okay, that, that sounds like it'd be really hard. You'd have to use like a fork or a spoon to eat Probably. that. Probably. But you probably have to end up doing the same with the uh, little cheese it chili dog here too, just because there's so much going on and it probably will break apart. How much were these running for? Uh, I that I did not see, but it was like a joint collabed little. Uh, oh, that's cool. <laughs> little uh, concession stand over the in the corner. Packed. Man, it looked awesome. Though. Have you guys ever had the the uh, nachos that come in the helmet at the Ranger mm -hmm. games? Mm -hmm. I've not had helmet nachos. They're like but brisket. I want. They're like brisket, like bris brisket beef and stuff. It's so yeah. They are. I mean, it's a 2,000 calories easily, but it's so good because they like nacho Doritos, brisket, uh, obviously the stadium cheese, the jalapenos. There's I don't I don't do the sour cream thing, but man, they're so sour awesome. Sour cream's so good, though. There is a, a guy on TikTok who, RIP, well, he's not dead, but he used to follow Shayotani's Angels career. Mm-hmm. So that's not going to happen anymore. So we'll see if he follows the Dodgers since he's still in L.A. But the guy lived in L.A., but he was from Japan, and he would go to every single Shohei game. And I mean, like, 
he counted. I think he went to like 90 games last season and almost oh, 100 he, the game before. Oh, when he pitched? Uh, he would go to like every home game for the Angels, no matter what, if Shohei was or not was playing. And then he'd go to a lot of away games. But every time he went, he counted all the helmet nachos he had. So every game oh he went God. to, he had helmet nachos. And he's also like the littlest <laughs> guy you can think of. And you're like, how are you, where are you putting this away, dude? God. But good bit. And he's got like he said a, helmet nachos. It made me think that. It's oh, like yeah, a yeah. beer snake of helmet nachos. Yes. And he yeah. and then he wears the helmet afterwards during the game <laughs> oh and he yells God. at fans. And so I hope that the Dodgers have helmet nachos so that guy can still follow Shohei around. They have the sparest of all concession foods, the Dodger dog. That's I haven't had that. I've never been a, to California. It's like a so long hot dog on a sesame I can get that bun. at Sonic. Yeah, it's not that special. And it's one ninety nine. Yeah. But. So my main thing, because I brought up the Pop-Tarts bowl, bowls are kind of you know, dying off in popularity and whatnot, and some of them are pretty meaningless, we've seen, and it's only probably going to get further that way as the playoff expands to 12 teams past the you know, 12, no one's really going to care anymore. So Pop-Tarts went all out with their marketing. Yeah, they, they did a great job. I mean, Cheez-Its did pretty good too. Yeah, but they had to follow up the Pop-Tart thing, so they had a lot to play off of there. My thing is, what sponsors would you want to see go all out for a bowl game like the way Pop-Tarts did? Oh, man. I'd love to see like a Dairy Queen bowl. Like Dairy Queen should put – I don't. I hate. I, I hate like tax act. I hate when you have like something like that. That's so something boring. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Something like a forty-year-old white man likes tax. Yeah, but like Dairy something Queen would be awesome. You know, something like that. Chick Fil A. Chick Fil A does the Peach Bowl, or is there still a Peach Bowl? I think yeah. there's still the yeah. Peach Bowl. Yeah. yeah. I think Chick Fil A sponsors that one. So and they their cows are all over the that game and stuff like they that. They should bring a live cow to the game? You have two options there. You have Chick-fil-A you eat the and cow? peaches. Well, and sometimes they, they cross over and they'll have like Chick-fil-A peach like milkshakes. And stuff. I think anything food related obviously is fun because, I mean, what? We have the Duke's Mayo Bowl. Yes. And now nowadays with NIL, you could have like the MVP of the game could win a car or something like that. You could do a something. A Cheez-It car. <laughs> the Oscar Mayer hot oh, dog car. With the car. Wienermobile? <laughs> yeah. Win a year of the Wienermobiles. <laughs> so imagine, like, they, they sponsor that and, like, Caleb Williams, and he lived in, you know, his high rise in L.A., but then he won MVP, and so they're like, here's the keys to the Wienermobile. He's taking so that you, to his apartment. You know it's Caleb Williams driving around L.A., <laughs> and you see the Wienermobile. That's great. The Oscar Mayer Bowl. He's throwing yeah. hot dogs out the window. The hot dog bowl. You know people I think, would watch like that. The, the winner should be able to Trophy drive hot the, dog? Like the rose, one of the Rose Parade floats they should be able to drive one of the floats that'd be kind of fun but they have to do it year round so like no. the flowers are like dying halfway through the year it like so the, it's a really bad car they, no they just drive it to next year because most of the time those guys are like the mvp is done most of the time they're done then going on to the next, next i mean because what hopefully. at the mlb all-star game then what they got a free pick them up truck yeah, from chevy yeah yeah chevy or toyota whoever the sponsor is yeah something like that but I want I want to see all the bits. I think yeah. that's what I'm now committed to after what Pop Tarts did. The whole edible mascot. I mean, the trophy was even great too because yeah. it was a silver plated Pop Tarts mm-hmm. on the side. Yeah, that's pretty. Cool. And the toaster where you could put your own Pop Tarts right there. Just outside the championship games and stuff going on, the pe- ones people care about. You can keep the OG names or whatever you want. But I think now we should just go full bit. I think uh, I think bowls should be 
banned from suburb cities as well. You, like, ha- you need to have a you need to be a major an actual city with an actual stadium built for football, not soccer. Oh, okay. Are you calling out Toyota Stadium? Yeah, I am. Okay, mm. here we go. I mm. feel I don't feel like that's a proper At venue, FC Dallas. I don't mind. Don't they play high school games and stuff there every week too? Like they convert it uh, to football they, fields, right? They do, and they play the like the Division Two national. Yeah, championship and they played that there, there for like fine. ten years, haven't they? That's fine, but I'd rather see like the Cotton Bowl utilized. I'd rather see Jerry World for the Cotton Bowl. Uh, doesn't the Cotton Bowl need like a lot of upgrades? They they put money into it every year, but there's not many. They don't. They don't really big, do much there. Yeah, they don't get to do a whole. Was the heart of Dallas Bowl? I not don't know anymore. If that's, still that's gone. I I went. The OSU played Purdue there, and I went. Yeah, it was fifty six to fourteen in the rain. I was and there. It was like thirty two degrees outside, raining. Tyler's shaking his head. How do you remember that score? Because it was <laughs> it was extremely lopsided. <laughs> Let's look it up and see if it was that. I bet it was. I think it was. And like there was more Purdue people there than OSU people from There were a lot. And it was like really astounding. Like, whoa, where did all these people come from? Yeah, we need we need more incentive for these teams to Ah, win. I was wrong. Fifty eight to fourteen. Oh, oh way to go. I was three off points. by two. Boo. Yeah, we need like live live uh, animals. That was, was Clint Shelf at quarterback. Wow. Oh yeah, that's pretty bad. Ugh. Oh uh, like, yeah, we need like live animals as uh, yeah, as like the the mascot of the dude. Bowl. I love and the loser has to like fight them off. Yes, yeah, I'm down for like a medieval times. Dude, you bowl. could tie it into like if there you, you do it in a major city, you could tie it in with the zoo. It's like the loser, the quarterback of the losing team has to go fight in the lion pit. I I'm I going to ride Shamu or something. <laughs> yeah, no, Shamu kills people. They wouldn't oh, have. They sorry. wouldn't allow that anymore. You couldn't put them in the dolphin pen because you get raped. I oh, bleep that. Um, it's true. <laughs> yes, we all know dolphins are rapists. They're smart. So are all smart people rapists? Is that what you're saying? So you're embracing sexual assault smart. in the wild. Anyway, kingdom. bowl games. I would like a medieval times bowl game. And That'd then be cool. the MVP gets to be like Julius Caesar, you know, does the thumb thing, and he gets to pick two people from the losing team to joust each other. Mm-hmm. That'd be cool. See? There we go. I like this I, idea. I kind of wish he... If you... Ever seen the the Vegas Knights their opening sequence before the game? Yes, I'd like to go see a game. That is so cool because that it is, is full blown medieval times yeah, on ice. It yep. is so cool, and it's like a ten to fifteen minute production that they do every game. Or what if Lockheed, like the Armed Forces Bowl or whatnot, yeah. they let the MVP drone strike someone? I agree, oh, that'd be kind of cool. You can, so. or at you least get push to, a you button. get the drone strike like the the losing team's campus. You get to pick a building. I don't know to if we destroy. should actually blow up real campuses or any parts of the world, like take it to a training field. Okay. And then like have the other team's mascot sitting there like on a scarecrow and you go, winner gets to drive the drone and hit the button to blow up said scarecrow. (laughs) That'd be kind of cool. Or just drops a bunch of mayonnaise on it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. The uh, armed forces mayo bowl, like Dukes and Lockheed combined for that. So a drone full of mayo. Dude, that would be. (laughs) Or like the Louisiana hot sauce uh, bowl. You could do that. A drone full of hot sauce. Heck yeah. I like this idea. Yeah, I think you should. We're innovating. All bits. I think it should be all bits. And I, I like I said, it needs to be in big cities. Actual We're, football stadiums. And what Pop-Tarts should do now is because they had the edible mascot. They should keep this bowl going. But change the flavor of the Pop-Tart mm-hmm. and the mascot each year. So this think, year it was strawberry. 
I think next year they should do like wildberry or like or brown sugar. Bra- yeah, brown sugar cinnamon. Mm-hmm. Like one of those. Like change up the mascot each year for that. Maybe based on who plays in the game. Yeah, you could do that because they have. I mean, all the different colored ones. Yeah, so and they just- know what Pop Tart sells best in each region. So. Yeah, I bet they have that down to a figure of where like the mm-hmm. most wild berry pop tarts are yeah. sold, or who buys the most blueberry ones. Yeah, that would be awesome. Like, I do like the idea of more bits in the bowl games. I think that would be a lot more enjoyable for everybody involved. I mean, look, it, that, that it was the highlight over yeah. social media. Yeah, that dude, was that, the highlight. All like, I didn't Twitter see anything filled, other than that. All that Twitter was mm-hmm. was nothing but pop tart memes, and I was like, honestly, I and I loved it. I can't even tell you who played in the game. I know. Kansas I don't State, even know. I know it was Kansas State, and they oh, won. That's it. Okay, yeah. I couldn't tell you. I just remember Pop Tart out of a toaster. The only reason I knew it was Kansas State is because I was hoping Oklahoma State was going to get that bowl yeah. because I knew a Big Twelve representative was qualifying for it, so I wanted it so bad. And we said we got the Tax Act Bowl. Yeah. Oh, they beat NC State. Okay, Drake okay. May. Did he play? Probably not. That was North Carolina. Oh, yeah. I'm thinking of UNC. And no, same didn't state, play. same thing. Anyway, that's what I got. We're saving college football. We're saving bits, making it happen. Yes, we're all the saving. It Put needs. us in the room where they make bold decisions. Conference room where people are sleeping overnight. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll bring an overnight board up to just sleep in the background <laughs> as we're pitching. Speaking of like that, like the getting to the games, like you wanted. Oklahoma State to be in the Pop Tart. There's massive conspiracy why they weren't there. Mm. Massive conspiracies why. Oh yeah, yeah. Terrible segue. I attempted. That's more than either one of you can say. All right, yeah, we're mm. we're gonna make a left turn or right turn, whichever way you want to turn. I don't even care which way you Play turn. X Files. We just go in a circle. Do, 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 do. Yeah. So, all right, here we go. I'm just sitting on this one. I find this one very intriguing. So we're gonna talk conspiracies. In case you didn't notice the yes. segue. Chimpanzee and riding on a segue. These can be conspiracies you believe in, you don't believe in, uh, you can't stand. Oh, there you go. Maybe most intriguing. I have a bunch. All right. So I'll save my best one for last because there's one that I will die on a hill on. And I don't think it's one you guys would think of initially. But the one that comes to mind here in Dallas, JFK. Oh yes, yeah. I was gonna bring that one up. That's just kind of a most kind popular. of a beaten like a dead horse. Right. right. I'm there. I'm to the point where I'm intrigued by it, but I don't really care either way. It's because it's where we grew up, so it's the one we've heard about all of our lives. So now yeah. at this point, it's just like ah oh, yeah, we've heard it. I finally went to the sixth floor museum last year for the first the first time. time. Yeah, we took a school field trip there in yeah. like fourth grade. See, that's funny because I've taken school field trips everywhere else in the state of Texas. But the Six Flags Museum. I went to NASA, the Alamo, you know, all those kinds of places, but never to the sixth floor. And huh. so, yeah, I finally went for the first time last year. It was cool. My yeah. dad was full blown JFK guy. I mean, like bookshelves and stuff full of just JFK wow. conspiracy books. I didn't know what site he believed because he had books on everything <laughs> about it. And hey, I mean, like, I'm hey, talking. At least he's informed. And yes. I'm talking about full bookshelf of just jfk books that's great so i didn't even know until maybe two years ago that there's a a monument a jfk monument like the eternal flame down here right across from the courthouse wait is it really yeah i didn't know that i didn't didn't know that that until like two years ago and i i just walked across the street and i was was like what is that so i walked across and i saw it and i was like 
Like, I was like, oh, oh, whoa. I've been to Arlington Cemetery. Yeah. Been there too. The it's... Eternal Flame and him and Jackie, I think, are there. Yeah. And but so I've seen that. Dallas has its own version. Huh. Like, I didn't even, in right. right across the street from that is like the first log cabin that started Dallas. Oh, well, I guess I'll go see that in 30 years. Yeah. It took me 30 years to go see the first thing. Um, anything else that comes to mind, just bring it up. Um, <laughs> 9-11 conspiracies are pretty funny. Yeah. Jet, jet fuel don't melt steel beams. Right. Brother. I don't, I'm not an expert. I don't know anything about any of that, but part of me, I'm like, okay, there's no way the government did it. But then I'm like, how fast would it really take to have two buildings collapse that quickly? It yeah. seemed pretty quick. I don't know. I was four. I can't tell you how fast buildings fall. Yeah. I've never done any, you know, any of my yeah. own research. You I've know? not done a deep dive. I've accepted everything at Yeah, I was like nine. Face value. Like, this is what happened. Okay. It was to cool. the point where actually our school didn't even show it. Like, I know a lot of kids saw it in school that day. We didn't. I didn't know about it until we got out. And at that point, I didn't even fully understand what was happening. Like, I just went about my day like, okay, whatever. Big yeah. deal. Big deal. I'm 10. And yeah, I didn't really care at the time. Yeah. I, I was, I'm old enough to know how that day was. And it was an extremely eerie day. Cause I remember I worked at a video game store at the time. I had to go get, Ooh, that's awesome. Had Ooh. to go. I've had some, we can do this one day. I've had some pretty badass jobs. Back when the Xbox came out. Actually, yes. See? Uh, and that day I had to go to the bank and I, was listening to the ticket at the time and nothing had happened, but I was like, or they hadn't really talked about it. I was like, what's going on? There's no planes in the air. It was quiet. Mm -hmm. And I, it was in Bedford right by the airport. So you'd always hear the planes and stuff like that. And there was nothing. And all of a sudden junior comes over. Oh my God, is that plane going to hit? It just struck the other tower. And, yeah. and it's like, Whoa. And from that point on, it was, the ticket was great. Cause they were, giving you all the details as much as they could. And watching like old footage from the ground as mm -hmm. people react live to it. Like what in the world? Yeah. That's always kind of eerie. When they towers are coming down and they're running away. Yeah. And the, the dust envelops them. Yeah. That's, that's wild scene. Uh, one of my favorites. I don't believe it. I think it's one of the funniest is the birds aren't real. Conspiracy. Yes, okay. I, I, didn't, love, I didn't write that down. That's a good one. I love birds. Aren't I don't know real. that one. They're government drones. Oh. So when they migrate south for the winter, that means they're just getting a software update, and that's how the government's spying on us is been, all the birds. So they've been doing that for a centuries? Yeah. What about birds are like Why, dinosaurs? were you here centuries ago? You're just going to believe that a birds yeah. fly south? Yeah. How do we they know, know which direction south is just because? They they're birds and they're little tiny brains. They're getting software updates. Now, of course, you don't always not see some of the birds because they don't want to give away that they're like fixing all of them at once. So you leave a few rogue stray ones out there. Not all of them get updates. That's why you see the stupid, crazy pigeons. But mm. I'm and not saying the ones I'm, that are the pet birds are like there to spy on people. I'm not saying I believe any of this, but I, I understand it. It's intriguing. I understand it. Maybe not all birds, but there could be a few that are drones. What about birds or dinosaurs? Or oh, dinosaurs Jurassic turned Park. into birds. 
I, I mean, guess it's not really a conspiracy. We, I had maybe, a pet but... bird growing up, and if you look at their talons, I tell you that thing's a damn dinosaur. Yeah, <laughs> I know. This thing just like grab onto you, and the way they're holding on, it's like, it's like hell no. Yeah, yeah, that thing used to be it's a velociraptor. They got they have the the two front claws and the back yeah, one, and they yeah. just like sink it right there to hang yeah. out on you. I'm like, nah. Yeah, life finds a way. Life so they're drones and dinosaurs, the double Ds. Yeah, watch out for birds. Yeah, I was attacked by one down here. Oh, I think we all were. <laughs> I was I was the first victim of it, and then it, uh, I w- it was on a Sunday morning, and then when it happened to Ryan and everyone else that week, we all got attacked. By that was like thing. that Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. So it was like a week that that bird was attacking people. Yeah, there's video footage of it. Yeah, it dove dive bomb. Did you take that video? No, I didn't take oh, that okay. video. I was afraid. Was that Ham who took that video? Maybe. Maybe it was of Ryan. I was legit attacked. afraid to walk to work. That well, thing attacked me. I don't Dude, think I got I'm, attacked. I, when I got attacked, I didn't know what happened. So I'm just walking. All of a sudden, something just slaps me in the back of the head, and my hat flies off. It's like, what was that? Yeah, it's, it's it was, slapped me, too, but then circled around and came back three times. I'd, yeah. You know what I had to use to fight it off? Because this tells you the time that we were in. I had to take my mask off and I started using it to try to beat it. I thought you were going to say like fidget spinner. And the, no, <laughs> the more I was using my hand to try to beat it off, be, beat it <laughs> off. I wasn't beating off the bird, beat it away. It kept circling back and I fell off the stairs near where the Dirk statue is. And some lady was just filming me. I was like, yeah, you know, don't do anything. Just film it. Make sure you got it all. Birds are great. So, so we know what Jay does in his free time. Yeah, with birds. I beat them off. So one that I mask. really want to believe in is because I've been there so many times. Is the do you know the conspiracy of the Denver airport? Yeah, yeah. How it's like a oh. secret Illuminati or like Nazi yeah. underground. It's right. Bu- it's built like if you look from Dude, an aerial view, it's can, like a swastika. Yeah, there's, there's a bunch of different. Yeah, the blue off, horse. Off. The blue. Do you know the story of the blue horse? It killed the guy who made yeah, it, the, right? Yeah, the artist right. who built it, who was making it, it, like, fell on him and killed him. Yeah, the statue. You're talking yeah. about the statue? Yeah. Yeah. So I've been out there a bunch, flying out there. And, and it's, thing, like, in the middle of nowhere, right? Bingo. That's what gets me is because it's, like, 20 miles, maybe 30 miles east of yeah, the of city. Yeah, itself, yeah. So is it, like... It's just out in the, There's nothing around say it. Say we're Dallas. Right. We're going east. It's, like, in Grand Prairie, Arlington? It's past Arlington. If you go, Gosh. You go east. So it's way out. It's almost, going nowhere, Denver. It would be basically Dallas you go east, you're going to Mesquite. My bad. <laughs> I don't know directions. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> if you were... I was opening my sandwich when I said that too, so I wouldn't think of it. Yeah, it'd be like almost near, let's just say like Terrell or something. God. Maybe not that far, but. No, no thanks. Garland. In, be- in between here and there. Yeah, sure. We'll go with Garland. But have you been there recently? Cause I live they have Garland. A, like, it's not bad. We don't need to go into this, but their population has actually started reaching the airport. Yeah, I'm sure, because everything's expanding everywhere. But back in back in my day, yeah, you know. You you drove to Denver and you take a right and you're like okay where's the airport and then you finally get there and that there's yeah. nothing an hour, else an hour later you're pulling up to the airport after going through yeah Denver. and so I just want to believe that there's like some underground city out there don't they play into the weirdness with all the art and stuff out there like Dude, inside the airport they it's, know it's weird but whatever they got their little underground train that gets mm-hmm. you from terminal to terminal yeah they got it's not the most uh, efficient way of running an airport that's for sure it's it's rated one of the worst TSA places to go through. Oh, I've never had issues going through there. Lines usually oh. weren't that bad. But I haven't been out there in a while. Yeah, my wife on our, our last trip spent two hours in the TSA line. Hmm. And that meant I spent two hours in the airport by myself with my two sons. 
which was not the I most think, pleasant. I think they over budgeted too. Like they spent way more than they needed to, and that's red flag mm. on some people. But anyways, now another one that I really want to believe in, and I do kind of believe lizard people. No, damn it, Hitler escaping Germany and going to Brazil and didn't actually die. Uh, Argentina. Ar- yeah, 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 that's where all the other. Because there's uh, a ex Nazis went right, and there's a large contingent of Germans there. Well, yeah, because it's really funny to see, like a light skinned, blue eyed person uh, down south just speaking fluent Spanish right. or Portuguese, wherever they are down there. Because you're like, I I know your family bloodline. All right, <laughs> there's enough circumstantial evidence to be like, okay, yeah, he could have done it. I we'll never know, but yeah, like like you said, there's others that got away. It's yeah. like. Is he gonna let others get away before he gets away? He's with Elvis. Elvis escaped too. He lives in South America. Right. Elvis is with him. They're still alive. And, and Tupac. <laughs> they're all they're all hanging together. And don't forget about Biggie. Biggie's yeah. Yeah. yeah Biggie, definitely Biggie. Biggie and Hitler are sharing a room together. <laughs> they're bunking. They got bunk beds. <laughs> would that would Hitler get the top or Biggie on the top with Hitler worrying the entire time? But yeah, there's like random just structures and like kind of houses in the jungles of Argentina that just have no explanation of why they're there. And it just makes no sense. And you would think, okay, if I was just meandering my way through a, a country that didn't want me to be seen by anybody, that'd be the way to go. So I kind of believe it. I, I think he could have got out. Did you ever fall Plus, in- Hold on. No, you got Sorry. it. You got this. Uh, Russia never said like where... Where's Stalin the body? was? Oh. Yeah. They had the body, but they never showed it. Allegedly. Hmm. Maybe he's with Osama. Nobody's seen it. Right. Are you saying Osama's still alive? Could be. In the middle of the ocean, maybe. They're both <laughs> Allegedly. On a, they're both on an island. <laughs> right, yeah. We photographed <laughs> them it. Them and Stalin. Dumped it in the ocean. But only we have the photographs. So. Right, right. They're yeah. in, like, uh, who was it? Amelia Earhart? Yeah, that's a good one. Like, yeah. what happened to her? Was she kidnapped or taken, or did she actually die? Yeah, was she is she one of those the uh, was it Bermuda Triangle? Is she yes. one of those yeah. victims? How can and you hear anything about the Bermuda Triangle anymore? Did like things just kind of chill there? Science, they, they science took caught victims. up. Science caught up to it. We we know it's bit now. But yeah, I think Amelia Earhart. The conspiracy is that she landed and then like was taken. She, Japanese forces got her or something Maybe, like that. yeah, taken as prisoner, her and the, the dude with her. Yeah, her navigator. Right. Yeah, that one's interesting because there were first-hand accounts that they might have seen her at the time. Yeah, that I'd like to know that one too. The Lindbergh baby? That's Oh, the one. kidnapping? Yeah. Yeah. For ransom, right? I think so. Did they get him back? No, no, he died. Oh, okay. So. Oh, yeah. Made R- dead. R-R-P. That was a long time ago. Yes. Statue of limitations. I think that that HBO show Perry Mason, the first season, was kind of based off of that. It was. In a way. Mm. Yeah. That's a very good show. And yeah, I'm it sad it only ended after two seasons. A lot of money involved in that show. I mean, it's just cool because it makes you like think you are back in 1920 yeah, or whatever was. it was. The the set design was really cool. Is it Jonathan Reese, who was the guy who's the main actor? Oh, the, he was the guy in the Americans, and yeah. he's he's married to uh, uh, Carrie Russell. I think it's Matthew Reese. Matthew Reese, yeah, he was awesome. Yeah, he's cool. And we may have brought this up before, but this came up a couple months ago because we were talking JFK, you know, the anniversary a few months ago, and this was also right around the time of the anniversary of Malice in the Palace. 
Mm. And so I thought of this, and this is my number one. NBA rigged? NBA rigged. There's yeah. no doubt in my mind. Nobody will ever convince me otherwise. I'm kind of with you on that one, and, especially after being around, being at so many different games, because I did the post game, especially like all the 2006 right. when, when the heat came in through, and I heard a couple other engineers in the time saying that they overheard referees saying certain things. Oh, there's no doubt. And I've, I've read the Donahue book, and of course, you know, you take what you can and try to filter through what's BS. And Donahue, he's the only one that got caught, so imagine the guys who are right. excellent at covering up yeah. their tracks. And if you, you watch, think he's the only one? So, no. Malice in the Palace had the untold, and there's also the untold on Donahue on Netflix. And in that, the FBI guy was saying, oh yeah, we were going to have Donahue go undercover, kind of, to try to get other refs to admit. And when that happened, the NBA somehow got wind of it and came down on him and immediately put out like a press release of, oh, he's the lone guy. Of course. David yeah. Stern was like the penguin. Boom. Mm -hmm. So he knows everyone in Gotham. Yeah. Okay? Specifically, everyone works for him. I'm not saying it was rigged forever, but the David Stern era is horrendous. Yeah. And but he is super smart about it. Like he was great. And of course, the league grew with him and that was his end goal. That's why there were so many expansion teams, but that's why all the top teams kept winning because in his 30 years, only eight different teams won an NBA title. Eight. I don't think it was where I thought rigged, but when I just thought, oh, the NBA can just kind of do whatever they want moment was when Stern vetoed the uh, Chris Paul trade that's to L.A. One. And I was just like, there's no reason for him to do it at all it's like yeah. he's just doing it because he's like no i don't want you to play there and he's just showing that he's like yeah i have the power to do this so i was like if he can do that he can just do basically whatever the yeah. hell he wants and even officiating it's the easiest one to to yeah, fix there's so yeah. many little things that you can call oh, yeah. that like that's going to be a you penalty can call anything anytime it's like holding in football it's something you could call every single yeah. play so they can easily mess around with that more than you can just throwing a right. flag in football but the difference is in basketball you directly affect the scoreboard more than any other sport well actually any other sport can't do that you can give a power you're play. scoring on every possession almost right you can give a power play but you're not guaranteed to score on it you could give an outer safe call, but you're not guaranteed to score on it. So that's the other thing. But yeah, with Stern, his first year, they they bring in the uh, lottery system that he brought in. Oh, and you have the Patrick Ewing thing. Boom. So the first one, they televise, and it's super awkward if you ever watch the video because about they have seven envelopes, and everybody has the same chance. About the fourth envelope, the dude's just setting them in. It's not Stern, it's some other guy. And he's just setting them in gently. And like the fourth one, he slams against the side of the cylinder and it's just super obvious like okay you're obviously just setting them in there and then all of a sudden you throw one against the side like hey that's the cold one or whatever you want to say it is it's bent whatever yeah it's super awkward i'm like why would you do that at any other situation and so they never showed it again they never televised it again and since then even if you just look at other draft lotteries especially the Cavs, they love to do <laughs> They love to do hometown guys mm -hmm. to go to their city, LeBron, Derrick Rose, et cetera. Or if you lost a superstar. So LeBron leaves, they get three out of four. Like, come on. Yeah. Like, like come hell, on. Like, like, let's at least try to make it look reasonable. The NHL does the same in the lottery, too, though, because what it, the but NHL. That's new. Yeah. Well, 
But it, I it's Batman area because the NHL likes to do it with like original six teams yes. or like OG teams. And if there is a superstar in there yeah. and they suck year. for a year, yeah, the Chicago thing, yeah. no way yeah. Chicago should have had the number one. There were so many other worse mm -hmm. teams and the odds, it's like, okay, you just wanted it's, Bedard in Chicago, number one, to get rid of the scandal and yes. number two, to get the Blackhawks exactly. back to the Blackhawks. Now you're right. It's the perfect, it's the perfect shield because it's, it provides a chance at getting it while having no control over it, but the league can kind of do whatever they want. So is this why the MLB let the yeah, Rangers get Wyatt Langford? Damn right. Yeah. You know what? So I'm it works even, in our benefit If there. it works, I'm not going to complain about it. But, no, it's still kind of dumb because the Cavs, the first year after LeBron left, they got Kyrie right. Mm -hmm. But what most people forget is that they also had the fourth pick, and it was Tristan Thompson. The only way they could get those two picks is if the Cavs won the lottery with the lower percentage option, which was from, I believe at the time, the Clippers. Because I think they traded Baron Davis to the Clippers yeah. for first. So they had like a 2 or 3 or 4% chance to get the one pick with that pick, and they got it. And so their own pick was at number 4. Otherwise, they pick 1 and 11. Or one and you know instead of one and four, and it's really dumb. And then they get it two years later, three years later. But in between, you remember uh, the twenty twelve draft? No, 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 not off the top of my head. Anthony Davis. Oh, yeah. What happened the year before that? And you just mentioned it. Who left? Who left the Hornets? Oh, Chris Paul. Boom. I was thinking of 2013 because that was Anthony Bennett. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that one didn't work out so well, which is good. <laughs> I was going to say, the same, they did the same thing for New Orleans because they, they traded, and then the next season they got Zion. Boom, exactly. Lose Anthony Davis, you get Zion. It's, it's crazy how they love the hometown or you lose the superstar, yeah. and then all of a sudden it doesn't matter what your record is unless you're the Pistons and you or have the, the worst Mavs. record. Right. But then I look at a team like Sacramento – who went, what, two decades without making the playoffs or whatever, yep. they picked in the top two one time. Yeah, it's Sacramento. I don't think the league likes them. Yeah. yeah. They it's hate not like a large market. That's it, the problem. Like, right. well, it is the capital city of California, but it's Sacramento. It's the, like Albany for New York. It's like, yeah, the, city, the city exists. But. Basically, expansion was for the league to generate revenue, but they were never going to be given a fair chance because all the top teams won all the time. It was always Lakers, Celtics, uh, you had Dallas. Now, San Antonio was the weird one because they had managed to get the top pick somehow twice. Well, they, they've they've gamed the system. But the eight teams that won with Stern were all from Texas, L.A., uh, Boston, Miami, Chicago, and Detroit. Big-time cities. Well, Detroit's not much of a big-time right now. No, not no. right now, but, but it yeah. was – but there's also been a change and in only the guard. In the, only in the Stern era, I think, uh, since Detroit's been ass and like in everything. You can't prove that stuff happened on the court, but man, with the draft lottery, like it just seems it, so. Yeah, the lottery is more. It's such a shield, and it's 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 the most genius idea ever yeah. to do that and to it's, influence it's where guys go. Let's, let's make them think. Right, like Patrick well, we Ewing to New York my first oh my year. God. So yeah. you're saying it's like a more legitimate version of WWE. Right. Yeah, they're just hiding it. It's like you know it's the better. WWE, everybody knows that's scripted. Right. And the NBA has made you feel like there's a chance, mm -hmm. but there's not. And then if you get the one guy, because one guy can change everything, 
Oh, by the way, the Kings, the one time they picked in the top two, they passed on Luka. <laughs> that was their one in all that time. Who did they take? Marvin Bagley. Mm. Well, and then the same oh. for the Suns. They hired Luka's ex-coach, and it's right. like, yeah, we're not going to take Luka. Right. Yeah. So why did you hire his coach? Yeah. So And we're not even keeping him for that long. Yeah, it's like it was always DeAndre Ayton. Well, you hired his coach that he just finished with. Yeah. The NBA and the the O two Western Conference Finals like was it rigged? Did they did uh what's his name? Not Stern. I'm thinking of nerdy dude who's in charge. Adam. So probably. Yeah, so did he did he call uh Phoenix and he's just like yeah I'm sorry uh Luca ain't happening. I think for I'm you willing guys. to give him more of a pass. He's like you need to take the hometown guy. Let <laughs> me see because they like hometown guys. So why not yeah. take the guy from. Yeah. Phoenix, Arizona. Stick to the script, people. Like I'm, yeah. I'm so biased on the 06 series, but I still don't think it's worse than the 02 Lakers Kings, which is why I think the Kings got screwed for so long after that. Like that, that series yeah. broke that em. series was just White chocolate. So badly officiated. And so so at the Winter Classic, did y'all go to the Winter Classic? No, I was working here actually. Okay. Yeah. You were you running the board? Yeah. This is one of my favorite stories. Well, right before the game started, I was. So I go to the game, and we're in the Cotton Bowl, so, like, no cell service. It's just concrete. At some point, I get word that David Stern had died. He died that day while I was at the game. And it's I like New Year's Day, wasn't it? Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah. It was while the game was going on. And he had been in the hospital for, like, a month, so I kind of forgot about it because it was very high on my radar at one point, and my friends knew that. And so... I got word that he had died, and so I had told them, "Hey, when he dies, we're gonna go. We're gonna go out for drinks." I don't drink, <laughs> so we go to the game. I end up coming up here to work the afternoon, and so I ended up meeting everybody that night. And we're like, "Yeah, we're celebrating a Stars win or something else." <laughs> <laughs> that is a day I'll never forget. January first, twenty twenty, and I thought twenty twenty would be the best year ever. And well, 2023 blew update, it out of the water. It was not. Yeah, it peaked day one. Yeah, I'm sixth. No. <laughs> Anniversary's coming up. That is. That's a two year anniversary though, right? Three year. Three. Three. Okay, yeah. so that was 2021. All right, so that was it. The was next thing year. is when people finally. I don't want to say when people got back to normal. When things started right, to right. get back to normal, so they're just like, "Hey, let's go." Yeah, do that this. was post COVID. Yeah. All right. Yeah, Stern and was barely a year post COVID because COVID shut everything down in March of 2020. Yeah, yeah Stern, I remember watching, Stern got out early, man. I remember watching the Mavs game, and then just that's when everything broke. Yeah. And there's like, uh, the whole world's ending tonight, guys. So, uh, right. bye. Is that also when uh, when uh, Rudy Gobert touched all the microphones, and then uh, he was that like, might have been a few days before, yeah, but yeah, because he was like the first person in the league to get COVID, and everyone was like, "Way to go, Rudy!" Yeah, like yes. he was the butt of jokes for about a year and a half. That, like he's one of the guys that brought it. That might have been what what that, that started a, everything. Yeah, and that's yep. what started the rift with the Jazz too. Yep, and then uh, <laughs> I think it was earlier this week on t- TikTok, on X, Twitter, whatever you want to call it, but. The uh, Timberwolves posted a photo of Rudy Gobert holding a giant uh, thank you card. And it was from all the employees at, what is it, Target Center, wherever they play. Mm -hmm. I don't know what he did. He must have paid him or something like that. But it was a big thank you card for him. And you could see all their names. It's like, oh, thanks, Rudy, and all that. But right next to it, like written huge to the pre-written text that was already on the card, one employee wrote, COVID schmovid. (laughs) 
like, man, I don't know if that's really a good look, especially for the guy on the team you have, your teammate, Carl Anthony Towns, who had like half of his family die from COVID. Yeah. If you have oh, yeah, employees right. of the team like writing that and making fun of it, it's like, I don't know if that's the best look Tension. that the official team posted that. Because yeah. it's like, front and center of the card too because all the comments are like (laughs) yo you guys reading the same thing i am tension in minnesota yeah so rudy gobert just always in the center of it god what a great year 2020 was yeah it was so much fun i chilled in the house for like six months it was kind of it was was a gamer's dream right man being stuck at home and in there it was cool if you didn't have kids you had kids it really, yeah. really wasn't that bad. At I lived time, with but... one other person, and we lived in a house, and we had it was we had it like roped off sections of the house. Like we had uh, big curtains and blankets covering doorways. They're like, no, nah, this is your side. This is mine. God, it's awesome. The, the day after we needed space. The day after everything shut down, I bought an Xbox. Hell yeah! Because I knew I was like, we're in yeah. for it. When the yeah. pandy started, you couldn't get Xboxes microphones or anything like that because everyone was trying to become a gamer or a streamer mm-hmm. yeah. or a podcaster so like i know even the radio station couldn't get basic equipments mm-hmm. like mic covers because all the other idiots were buying them trying to do their stuff yep yeah it was kind of rough i was like we we can do the 2020 stuff later on it's but there's that was such a nightmare work-wise you there's a lot of stuff uh, forgotten from that year too yeah. for us is like well, the radio station doesn't stop, so you got to come into work. Right. Mm-hmm. At least one of us. Well, yeah, yeah we weren't. Uh, Tyler like, can attest to this because we are we are not the talent on air, so we didn't get a microphone for clean feed. We run the board, which physically cannot be moved, so yeah. everyone could work from home except the board ops. Yeah. So we're just chilling there. It was like board ops, producers, and report and ticker people, right? Because the, the ticker guys came. Yeah, the ticker guys came because they were in their own room. Not all producers came in. I don't know. At this time, I was just part-time, so I just came up on the weekends, and it was just me. And it it was, I mean, it was fun working up here by yourself, in a way. And there there were no games to run, so it was almost like working an overnight. It was just just Fox Sports. And I will say, driving in and out of here was kind of awesome. That was the best part. Never had any traffic. Yes. For that, like, three, was that? Two or three months. Rush hour, no traffic. They said that that was like the biggest respite for for like Mother Nature. Mm-hmm. Like the air quality cleaned up, and it was, and you could see it too. Like it, you could see the sun without any haze. It was really saved cool. the world. Yeah, nice n- natural reboot. All right, so, killers ready to round this out. All right, let's round this out. You guys know what? You guys know Black Friday? Nope. Yes, Black Friday is evil. Never heard of it. You know what's even worse than Black Wait, Friday? Is there a story associated with this? Well, no, I was just trying to, like, a little tie-in. You know, the my biggest gaffe ever is Black Friday is evil kind of thing. And, well, Black Part Monday two. Black Part Monday two. is bad for probably, like, eight to ten people. Black eight. Monday? Isn't that the movie? No, Cy- that's Black Sunday. Oh, Cyber okay. Monday. Yeah, that's what I was Cyber thinking. Monday. Cyber Monday. Cyber, Cyber Friday. Monday. Black Friday, Cyber Monday, there's a Black Sunday, which is a movie about a blimp that blows up at a football game. That's the oh. one I was thinking of. Yeah. Hindenburg? But No, it's no. not the Hindenburg. Oh. No. But Black Monday is the day where coaches get fired. Mm. Oh, yeah. forgot what that's what they call it. Never heard of it. Which basically is the kickoff of hot stove season for the NFL. 
we've already had quite a few coaches fired in the midseason, which happens every year. We've got at least one happens. It seems like yeah, not usually more than two. Yeah, two. This year we had three. We had first year coach Frank Reich fired from the Carolina Panthers. Very odd. Yeah, but if you keep seeing how David Tepper's acting, it makes Dude. sense why he would do that. He seems like he's wheels off. He is very wheels yeah. off. You think throwing the drink? You think the NFL <laughs> ownership is like a little bit? Uh, maybe we made a mistake with Tepper. They're like, I mean, you still better than the last guy. It's like but you barely, may be yeah. worth six billion dollars, but he kind of has some Dan Snyder tendencies to yeah. him. Yeah, but I guess that's just a billionaire's thing. You give a, a guy with little man syndrome a billion dollars, then see what happens. Some of them are yeah. more hands on. Like he, they did the all or nothing. I forget what year, 2017-ish. It was the first year he took over, and you could tell he was very hands-on. Yeah. Wants to be like Jerry. Even even no in his first can. year, I was I just kind of shrugged it off like, okay, he's new. He's just getting a feel for the, everything and meeting everybody, but no, he's very hands-on. I think the first thing you do when you buy a team is not be involved at all and just kind of watch every now and then. I don't think you're supposed to. That should uh, be all the time. Yeah. You hire people to do their job. Yeah. Like Josh Harris has been doing with the Commanders. He's the new commanders. He's like the chief owner, yeah, the he, leader of that group. He's telling them to like do their thing so he can figure out how it all works. Then yeah. he basically at the end of the season, he's going to assess what worked and what didn't work and then yeah. try to change. He wasn't going to try to change everything in the middle of the season. And they and, got Magic Johnson. Yeah. He's got AIDS. Oh. No, he doesn't. That's another conspiracy. Yeah. Mm. Not full-blown. <laughs> yeah. No. But so Ron Rivera is probably gone. He's got like a 99.9% chance he's fired at the end yeah. of the season. R.I.P. But Overrated. we also the the funny thing is Brandon Staley <laughs> lasted as long as he did with the Chargers, <laughs> almost three two years. seasons, almost three, right? Almost three. It felt like he was there forever, but it turns out it wasn't even three seasons. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you have Vegas fired Josh McDaniels. Yep, but basically, what a year and a half two. in? Yeah, not even two seasons. Who, uh, who could have saw that coming? Yes. Matt Eberflus of the Bears seems to have saved his job with this run that the Bears have been on. I agree. Him and Justin Fields. And they got he, draft capital. He, yes. I think he gets one more year. Yeah, he probably has at least another year. The rumors are that basically Bill Belichick is out in New England. Seems that way. Uh, which would make sense. I mean, this is his worst season ever in New England. There's a couple names that are basically probably gone. Arthur Smith with Atlanta. They, he's they, terrible. He is. He doesn't use his draft, his first round talent at all. He doesn't use Drake London. He doesn't use Kyle Pitts. He misuses Bijan Robinson. Why is he coaching? I don't know. Do you know. see? Who, do you question. know who his dad is? Oh yeah, he's a CEO of the founder. Founder of FedEx. That's right. Okay. Why is he working? Yeah, I don't know. Because he doesn't want to deliver mail. Football? He is basically Billy Madison. You don't got to <laughs> do anything for the rest of your life, dude. Why are you coaching a football team just to have people hate you? He's, He's a cool terrible. dude like outside the field. It's like, just play up that persona. You don't need to be coaching football. Well, you got to have something to display your persona, so maybe that's why he does football. Tell him to start a podcast. Dude, the Falcons and Chargers. There's other ways to do it now. <laughs> Falcons and Chargers are like copycats Asshole. of each other yeah. in different conferences. Yeah, but I'd rather be the Chargers just because they have cooler uniforms. No. When you suck as the no. Falcons, no, you don't look yeah. cool. No, Chargers suck. At least like when you're the Chargers, you can look cool while losing. The only, I take it back if the Falcons are wearing their red helmets. They should go back to that. Red and black? Yeah. Like the all blacks or something? Yeah. 
like the ones that they were wearing with Desmond Ritter earlier this season. Yeah, I like okay. those. Those are cool. They yeah, should go back to that uniform. Too. That is a nail in Smith's coffin is he has tied himself to Desmond Ritter so much, but then he benches him, ties him to himself. Yeah, they should play Taylor Heineke. That's who they have. At least he's fun. Well, he kept getting hurt. Put him back in when he's not hurt. Well, they did. Anytime, he got hurt again. Anytime Ritter's there, it sucks so bad. He literally got hurt twice this year, <laughs> turning into Tyrod Taylor. Mm. Uh, another coach that's probably gone, depending on what happens this coming weekend, is Dennis Allen with the Saints. They've spent so mm. much money. They are in salary cap hell going into 2024. Yeah, They're paying they Michael Thomas to never play again for yeah. some reason. Is that like one of the worst injuries to ever happen? His I, ankle? I don't even... Be- because of the circumstances, I just don't think he wants to play. It like, seems yeah. like, he, like got, he started playing this season, but it's like he doesn't even care. He's like, I got paid. Yeah. He got hurt in a meaningless end of game drive, like the game was out of hand, and he was still in the game, and he rolled his ankle and missed like eight years. I could see Dennis Allen being gone. Yeah, they're not, I, mean, they, I mean, but they don't. Yeah, I was gonna say I could see it too because they're like, well, we haven't had a quarterback. If we get him the right quarterback, you know, maybe he's not too bad because the defense they, isn't terrible. The thing is, they, but they just, do have Jameis. They just made that massive investment in Carr for four years, oh, so they they might make their way into this thing though. Yeah. I mean, well, what, I mean, you could find your way out of it. The Broncos are finding their way out of the situation with Russell yeah, Wilson. His extension hadn't even kicked in. I'm not convinced. The salary yet. cap. Here's my conspiracy theory. The salary cap doesn't exist. <laughs> NFL teams can do whatever the hell they want. Look at the Rams, yeah. okay? The Broncos are probably more tied to Russ than the Saints are to I was like, You pay some yeah. over time, whatever. You can get over it. Like No matter what, you, you're like, oh, man, we can't do this because of the salary cap. <laughs> you can do whatever the hell you want. Especially if the Browns can get out of Watson. That'll be the true mm-hmm. test. Oh, yeah, the fully guaranteed <laughs> one, yeah. I think at some point they'll just be like, here, take the rest of this $100 million and get the hell out of yeah, Cleveland. Just disappear. Just go away. We don't want to Go find a millionaire. Here, you, yeah. <laughs> here's, a, here's a website of all the masseuses in Ohio. Go visit them and get away from here. Whoa. We, Why's it got to be in Ohio? Yeah. That's where he lives, Cleveland. Just don't go to he, stay out of Cleveland. I would tell him to get out of state. <laughs> Maybe yeah, back here's all the, the other masseuses that are not in Cleveland. Please leave the here's facility. A, yeah, here's a 50-mile radius of Houston. Please go to Cincinnati. <laughs> You'd have a great time in Houston, probably. Oh. So the thing is the Southern girls would fight him back if he probably tried. So, anyways, moving on, There's a there's been rumors that the Pittsburgh job could open up as well. No, that's not. not no. No, no, the, no, the rumor is not that he would be fired. He moves on. That he moves on via trade. No way. Mm, mm, so mm. that's not a job that ever opens. Pittsburgh's had like three coaches they, in 400 they have had years. Three coaches. It's true. But it is a possibility. It's, it wouldn't be uh, the. There's been two other coaches that have been traded. John Gruden was traded from uh, the Raiders to the Bucks. Mm-hmm. And then last year, your Broncos made yep. the trade to bring in Sean Payton from the. I forgot he was technically traded. RIP second yeah. rounder this year. Which is kind of weird that. That's the is that's the only sport that you can trade for a coach. Can't do it in basketball. Can't. I don't think you can do it in basketball. It's been done in another sport. I don't know, but maybe not. I don't know if if it's possible. I, I've never heard about it. I think it might have been done in baseball in like the early nineteen hundred. Manager, or sir, not a coach. Sorry, mm. manager. Might have been traded like maybe Casey Stingle was traded from the Yankees or something like that. Wasn't Jason Kidd traded? 
from Milwaukee to Brooklyn? I'm looking up. The answer is yes to head coaches can be traded, and there's five of them. Mike Dunleavy Sr. traded from the Lakers to the Bucks for two second rounders. Pat Riley uh, for New York Knicks to the Miami Heat in 95. Stan Van Gundy from the Miami Heat to the Orlando Magic (laughs) in 2007. Doc Rivers from the Celtics to the Clippers. Oh, my God. And J-Kid from the Nets to the Milwaukee Bucks for two second-round picks. Damn. Boom. That was was that after uh, J Kid tried the uh, water trick in Brooklyn where he's like hit yeah. me because they ran out of timeouts. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> so he's like run into me so we can get a free timeout right. so they can clean up the court. <laughs> he was like just retired. Then, oh man, that was funny. That's good times. He was like what forty one, maybe forty two. Yeah, that was like straight out of playing almost. Yeah, he he had just retired and they're like we're hiring Jason Kidd as our head coach. I'm like what? It was, was kind of weird. Was that when they traded for KG and? Yeah, that was when they made their super team, Joe Johnson, KG, Ooh. and Paul Pierce. Oh wow! The average age of like thirty-seven of all those superstars. I thought they were going to be awesome, and then they came out with like the all-black uniforms. They had just moved to Brooklyn. Yeah, we're getting kid, ready for that. Kid should have been a player coach. So, like Chris Paul. Yeah, I think he should. MLB, you can. Ozzie Guillen was traded traded from the White Sox to the to the Marlins. Lou Pinella. Was traded to the heck yeah. Ozzy Guillen was a legend because I loved hearing him just yell at umpires from the uh, dugout. He was he had some rants back in the day. He was one of the best arguers because if something happened in a game, you knew he was going to be pissed off and he would have something to say about it. He was was must see TV. He was their manager when they won, right? Yeah, yeah. It was like his first year, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he was. It was so much fun because one, they beat the Astros. True. Sweet. And the Astros had super stocked their team because they had Craig Biggio. Yeah. They sucked. Well, they always suck. Mm. Anyways. uh, The reason I think this is kind of interesting because you have so many holes and it's every season. The the biggest thing is in the NFL, free agency isn't – if you look at the NFL players that hit free agency, there's nothing really sexy about most of them. If you think about it, like – Who's the biggest, like, whenever somebody moves, usually if you're moving on to another team, you're kind of washed up. A lot you've of been, times, yeah. You've been beat up. There's, It's very rare that you get somebody that's really going to be a super stud when you when you sign them. You don't have a big Deion Sanders signing anymore. Because when Deion signed with San Francisco and then he signed with Dallas, those those were team changers right there. I mean, he was a massive impact. Nowadays... If you're if you're a running back, you're not going to really affect the team you're going to. Look what no. Dalvin cooked it up in New York. Nothing. He's now a practice squatter for the Ravens. You you might see a quarterback jumping jumping around and stuff, but if you're a superstar quarterback, you're getting you're re-upping with the team you're at. Yeah, usually. I mean that that's the one position where maybe you can get somebody to make a difference. Mm-hmm. Like Peyton was was somebody. Uh, Peyton Manning did it, and obviously Tom Brady did it mm-hmm. when he went down to Tampa Bay. But it's it's really kind of rare. I mean, you see David Carr, who's never won a playoff game, but gets a contract with the Saints, kind of like he has. I say David. I'm you said sorry. David. That's his brother. Yeah, he's on Houston NFL. Texans legend. <laughs> yes, <laughs> legend. Hey, he beat the Cowboys. One one. Also, also, Peyton Manning had one of the greatest seasons in history for the Broncos, and then had one of the worst seasons of them. ever. Two of them. His 2012 and 2013 seasons were just incredible. But the 13th <laughs> season was the one. And had yeah. one of the worst, like, 
What was his interception rate when they made the uh, Super uh, Bowl? Because like it he, was bad. He was ass at that point. The he, defense was just so loaded. Like I was to the point where I wanted Osweiler to keep starting in the playoffs because he wasn't playing that bad, and Peyton hadn't played in a month. And then, a and then, like the, million the final on? game of the season, they they said, "Now, nah, no more Osweiler," and brought Peyton back. Whatever, it worked out. Didn't he earn like a almost like eighty million dollar contract yeah. from the uh, Texans? Right. Yeah. Hell yeah. And then they traded him to Houston and first round pick, just so Cleveland would eat his salary. <laughs> they had to trade a first. Yeah, round and then pick what? He them. barely played for Cleveland. Like only what? Maybe that season? Oh, he was a backup, probably, yeah. or or they cut him. I don't even know. They That's, just. They I don't think he lasted more than a year there. I don't think. Yeah, that's why they got a draft pick for him. But if with all these jobs that are going to open up, like, is there one place that you think would be the sexiest place for you to go if you're going to be the coach? Like, what? Um, there's only because San Diego. One. Yeah, that's yeah. Well, I mean, it is sexy Los, there. LA. I live Los there. Angeles. I'm sorry. LA. Damn it. Yeah, the I'm not going to LA. the Chargers. David I mean, Carr. they've got a they've got the they've got the quarterback. <laughs> they got Herbert. But they also had the sixth pick in the draft at this moment in time. Herbert's the biggest thing. Everyone yeah. is literally always hurt in Charger land. Like, I don't know yes. what who Which cursed that so franchise. Happy. I don't know what me. happened. Yeah, I did. Someone cursed it, but no matter what, even if they're fully healthy, give it three weeks and they're going to be the most Someone's beat up team be, in the league. It's wild. Like, Keenan Allen, it's amazing that he, I think he played every game maybe two years ago. Not, Mike, not last year, but the year Mike before. Williams, too. Yes, yeah. he's always hurt. Eckler's. Not the same now. Yeah, no, it's it's a cursed franchise. They should never have moved from San Diego. It's because they traded Drew Brees. This is what happens. It's yeah. too bad. It's just too bad. I, I guess I kind of see why Eli didn't want to be there. Yeah, it's too bad. He wanted to not wanted to be in the great city of New York, playing for the Giants. There are just some franchises you just don't have to worry about. If you, yeah. they are one of them. <laughs> And so remember, the Raiders. Remember when they made it to the Super Bowl? How embarrassing they lost the Super Bowl. I was like three, but I enjoy oh. those highlights of Steve Young just that's, carving them up. That's how bad it is if you're the Chargers that someone would rather go play for the New York Giants than play for <laughs> your team in San Diego at the time. Right. They would and rather the have gone to the Giants. It worked out for all parties. I mean, and by all did. parties, I mean the Giants and me. Ryan Leaf. Mm -hmm. Ryan Leaf. <laughs> See in the Drug Hall of Fame? He's clean you know, now, dude. He's so, calling games for Westwood One. Yeah, he's, he's he has life together. Not, so I didn't say that he didn't. Does he not make the Drug Hall of Fame uh, though? Well, at least he made a, a Hall of Fame. How about yeah. how about the uh, Patriots? Would you like that job? They've no, got the no, third pick, no. but they don't have a quarterback. No, I think that's the. I don't want any of the other jobs. Taking the Patriots job, if Bill Belichick is gone, is like coaching the uh, Chicago Bulls. Right after Michael Jordan left, no matter what you do, you're, there's all all they're always going to be compared. Yeah, so it's just like, why do I want to be here? I'm not going to be able. To, you're not doing it the Patriot way. You're not doing it the Bill Belichick. Like you have to live yeah. up to that. So and you're not able to do that. It's like probably right after Jimmy Johnson or all them left in the '90s, yeah. and yeah. then you had you to had be Switzer come in and Switzer. The thing is with the Cowboys when when Johnson left, we immediately had Switzer come in, and that was a totally different personality, changed the entire culture of the team. Everything changed, and it's been kind of that era. Kind of, it's been not as strict in stuff like as it was. It's never been like it was with Jimmy, with the, since he left. Yeah, and then you so you have to go and be the person who replaced Bill Belichick. Mm -hmm. The only person that's going to be that's replacing Bill Belichick is probably someone Bill Belichick has chose or 
has like, ties very, or has ties or is like similar in his way because they're not just gonna like you wouldn't bring in a Mike McDaniel type to uh, change no, out. Uh, could, Bill no, he would not. You have to there. have someone who's kind of similar in that regard. Great. But the the uh, Washington Commanders job, I think, actually could be kind of good because there's nothing. They're they've got the second pick in the draft. Cursed stadium. They got as a, of now. Yeah, as of until as of right now. Until they win on Sunday. Football team. Uh, they've got a brand new owner, and hopefully you can grow with that owner if you're the coach. And to me, that's it's not a bad market. Yes, it's a horrible stadium, but it's not a bad place to be. They got some good uh, skill players. Their defense yeah. is terrible now because they traded everybody. Yeah, so there's that's, so much money. In that got a lot to go there. Mm-hmm. So you do you have a possibility there? I actually rank them as the second place I would want to go. No quarterback. But that's the thing. None of the others you, have quarterbacks. None of the others. There's only Herbert. one team with with a quarterback, and that's the Chargers. And that we we can all three. Oh agree. yeah, yeah, that's what I meant. That's the that's the premier destination is is L.A. with the Chargers, but I kind of I mean, like Atlanta too because they Atlanta have, the they problem is young they've got some young skill players but they don't have a quarterback well yeah and but that's why I look at Washington I'm like they don't have a quarterback either but I like I like the skill players in Atlanta if if he, somebody think, actually uses yeah them. you can you have a faster faster way to compete. In Atlanta, yeah. because of the skill players, they got three of them, and they're all pretty elite. And their defense is much improved. I think the Saints need to cut ties with Jameis Winston so he can go sign with Atlanta. There you go. I need him, let it rip. Drake yeah. London and Bijan Robinson on that offense together. They're going to be the most fun offense you saw. It's going to piss you off, but Another, you will have so much fun with it, and <laughs> no one will compl- yeah. Year. yeah, no one will complain about Desmond Ritter, or Arthur Smith anymore if you put Jameis in there. The thing is, if like greatest Art- quarterback ever, <laughs> I love Jameis. Don't care what anyone says. Let him cook. He's so much fun as long as he's not on my team. <laughs> Eat that W. Eat that W. I think the Panthers is like one of the worst jobs. Oh, that that's that's bottom. Because I'm close. Like, I Even I am not a, a Bryce Young fan. I don't think he's the answer there. I Yo. think they're gonna rue the day that they traded that pick away to get him. They're gonna rue what they gave up to get yes. him because now they have nothing to build. Because mm-hmm. they traded the the draft capital, which now goes to the Bears, and they traded their top offensive weapon. Yeah, so he's nothing. It's it's gonna it's sad for him because he really isn't gonna. We're gonna look back and be like, man, he never had a chance. He may have been bad, but he never even yeah. had a chance. The other, the next to worst job I think is the Saints gig because of the salary cap issues that you're tied to Derek Carr. That yes, it's a great city to play in and stuff, but it's not. NFL destination city, and I feel like they're aging a little bit. Yeah, that's they're the problem. Star is players. they're star players, and they're all signed to big contracts. Right. And they're Jordan, Lattimore, mm-hmm. um, Kamara. Yeah, they're they're going to be in salary cap hell for a few seasons. Doesn't and, exist. Yeah, true. That's true. They can they can TBD. work their way out. Yeah. They can salary cap doesn't exist. That'll make next year's conspiracy list. Yes, but I. Well, yeah, we'll see how the Saints are. We'll follow up 363 <laughs> days, 364 right. days from now. On the Saints and Deshaun Watson. Yes. The job I could care less about is the Raiders gig. I mean, it's the Raiders. Yeah. What have they done in, in two or three decades? I never worry about them. Year in, year out, I just don't yeah. even worry. Honestly, even though they though, beat the Broncos every That'd year. probably be, if you're looking for a destination, that's one of the safer spots, so you know you're not probably going to get fired right away and they're going to let you build. Well, are they? You say that, but they yeah. fired they McDaniel's after a year and a half. Well, 
He Again, sucks. it's Josh McDaniels, and he's shown multiple times that he is not the guy, so I don't know why they went with him there, and they realized their mistake. So yeah. Having Devontae Adams helps. Max Crosby helps. But other than that, Nacho Price. it's kind of a lot Devontae of Devontae Adams wants out. Do they have yeah. Aiden O'Connell okay? He looks like Farva okay. from Super Troopers. Yeah. That's, why, that's why I like the under this week, because of him. Now, so I did some research on the, who the top candidates for the, some of these jobs are, like the guys that are rumored to be the ones that everybody wants to talk to. Dan Quinn is obviously still on that mm-hmm. list. He'll be on that list until he either says, I don't want to be a head coach ever again, or he gets one of the jobs. But I found it funny, like the Dolphins DC, Vic Fangio's on the list. Uh, Raheem Morris, the DC mm. from the Rams, is on the list. Steve Spagnolo from Spagnolo. Spagnolo. He, hasn't, he hasn't been a head coach in like ten years. Yeah, he was the last head coach of the Rams when they were in St. St. Louis. Wow. Uh, you have Steve Wilkes, the DC, the DC from the Forty Niners. DC, the wow. DC. He would be the second second year in a row that if he gets a job someplace, the second year in a row that. The 49ers will have to replace their defensive coordinator. He did, what, one year in Arizona? Yes, one year in Arizona. Uh, Jim Schwartz, oh, one of the no. only coaches that has, oh, like, no. a, <laughs> he's like 0-16 record. <laughs> but he's he's Jim been a great Schwartz. defensive coordinator because he w- he's been with the Browns the past couple years. He's been great. But Brian Flores is, like, the number one name that's on the list. And he's – interesting. He's a DC for Minnesota, but he was the head coach. That I don't know if they ever settled that lawsuit against Miami. I think so, but it's still weird, weird situation over there. Yeah. So, if you're if you're an owner, do you want to try to tackle that situation? Because mm. it's it's like, what do you do? Like, if he is your best candidate, he's the guy that you feel fits your your system that you want to go that direction. What about uh the Lions OC? What's his name? Ben? Is it Ben? He's kind of a hot name. I right don't now. know any other coaches yeah. besides Dan Campbell. Yeah, because he yeah he lit up the Cowboys pretty. He did really well. Uh, another name that's been tossed around that besides Mike Tomlin being traded and the Mike Tomlin thing, the trade rumors actually were New England. Whoa. Yeah, so that would be very interesting, but. Jim Harbaugh has been tossed out there a couple for a couple different gigs. I don't think he's going to go back to the NFL. Uh, I don't think so either. Because but I've heard you, the rumors. Yeah, but I don't know why he would because he's king there and he can cheat and get away with it and not lose his job. Lions and, OC is Ben Johnson, by the yes. way. Yes, young guy. So look out for him. Yeah, it's also kind of weird that the guys that are getting fired probably aren't going to be in the mix to land somewhere else, which you normally don't see. Yeah. That's what's weird. Well, that's the thing. Like The top candidates are all head coach retreads. Right, and but not the ones that just got fired. No. They, like Frank Wright been, got fired and then ended up somewhere else, yeah. or you know, some of these guys end up somewhere immediately. Yeah, I think you'll see Frank Reich as an OC somewhere. I think that's what he is. I don't think he's a head coach. But – the fact that the NFL is going to have all these jobs and they're top people that they think will get these, like all the media, mm-hmm. all thinks it's going to be retreads. Yeah. And if you look at the list of the teams that are going to be hiring, they are retread teams. They aren't teams that go out and 
hire somebody brand new. I mean, Atlanta did Dan Quinn from Seattle, mm-hmm. but they that might be the only team that goes out and hires like the Brian Johnsons and stuff like that. The only team that goes out and brings in fresh blood. These other teams are committed to something. Well, I take that back. Washington might try something new because they are they literally have a clean slate. They've got nothing on their roster that they need to hang on to or try to develop. Yeah, these teams probably should try something new because there's no way Brandon Staley's getting Do a the gig. The same things no. aren't going to keep helping. So uh, might as well. Josh McDaniel's not getting a gig. Frank Reich's not getting a gig. Ron Rivera's probably not either. Frank Reich will get an offensive coordinator gig. He's not going to get a head yeah, coaching gig. Yeah, he can do gig. that, but none of these guys are going to land because they barely lasted at their last job. Yeah. It, for an extended period. It's going to be really kind of it's going to be fun on Monday and Tuesday because Monday we'll we'll have Black Monday leading into the national championship game and then do you think they'll fire Doug Peterson for the Jaguars? No. Or do you think he'll get off because uh Lawrence has been injured I guess more t- towards the end of the yeah. season but they well, haven't and been it's as only good. year 2. Frank Reich not even year 1. Yeah, but Just Peterson's saying. at least one. But here's the thing. Here's a Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Peterson actually, well, I guess Frank Reich does have a ring, yeah. but because like Peterson has a ring, that's what I'm a saying. Peterson ring. has a yeah, he has bigger. the head coach ring. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I mean, the Jaguars pretty good last year, and they look like they've taken a step down. Like I honestly greatest thought comeback ever. Honestly, thought they were going to be better. I think that happens a lot of with the younger teams that you'll see make that big step in the next season. You'll step back. Because now got, you're playing a tougher schedule the next season. Yeah, and yeah, they, but they got the better Lions players back. Year. They yeah. got like Calvin Ridley and all that. Yeah, but they've had some injuries at wide receiver, like Kirk. and uh, Yeah, when uh, Christian yeah. Kirk plays, though, he's still awesome. Yeah. They had another receiver you heard. I'm blanking on who it was. Well, it's a Jaguar. We're not Zay. expecting you to know. Oh, uh, oh, Zay Jones? Zay Jones, yeah. He got hurt, too. And Ingram hasn't been as flash as good as he was last season for him, either. Evan Ingram? Yeah. He wasn't that good anymore. No, he was Giants. He's good in fantasy. He was great in fantasy, <laughs> but this year he hasn't been up to it as much. So it's going to be, like I said, it's going to be a lot of fun to see what happens. Uh, I mean, there's still a chance that after after the second round and the Cowboys are eliminated, and so is Mike McCarthy. Mm. Uh, what but, if they lose in the first round? Well, then to I the would. Packers or I the would, Saints. I, what if they I lose would, to the if Saints? We lost, if we Dude. lost to Jordan Love or the Saints, Dude, <laughs> I would kill myself. <laughs> I would think that would I'm not actually going to do that. Change the Bucks and Saints both make the playoffs, and then they both win the Baker first Mayfield round. Yeah, <laughs> versus Taysom Hill. They both knock out the Cowboys and Eagles. God, that would be awesome. <laughs> no, it wouldn't. <laughs> and then yeah, and then let the let the Bucks beat the 49ers in the NFC Championship. Would have Baker Mayfield and the Bucks take on like uh, the Baltimore Ravens? <laughs> <laughs> See who it comes down to there. I'm down. I'm honestly, yeah, I've I've just talked myself into that Super Bowl plus Ravens. Give me Baker versus anybody. Baker versus the world. And they'll have plenty of Baker ads they could play during the Super yeah, Bowl. Nobody believes in him. Yeah, he's got the biggest chip on his shoulder, dude. He'll plant that flag in the middle of the field for you. Let's do it. I hated him in college. I'm not gonna lie. As a pro, anytime I hear him talk and stuff, I was like. I kind of love this dude. Yeah, I yeah, kind of really, I, I, I kind of really like him. I hated him in college, but I love all his commercials. Yeah, <laughs> he if, seems if, like just a really cool guy. If you if you don't have a dog in the fight like me, 
he's intriguing. He's just fun. Yeah, he's a competitor. When he goes out there, he's like, you know what you're going to get, and he's yeah. going to go out there, and like, when he's not hurt, he'll go out there and play his ass off. And there's like, oh, you probably shouldn't do that, dude. Maybe yeah. you should just slide in that situation. But I'm not going to tell you no. Right. There's like, there's some choices you make that you don't make that you you kind of like want a career choice right there. You don't want to do that because you don't want to end it. That's a trash Dion. talking. He's a baller, yeah. dude. He's fun. fun. He's gonna. No matter what, he's earned himself a job in the NFL for the next decade, oh, yeah. whether it be a starter on a mid-team or yeah. a high-end backup. Yeah. Baker Mayfield is going to be just fine, yeah. and then endorsements and all that. Yeah. If somebody like Blaine Gabbert can stick around, Dude. he can definitely <laughs> stick around. <laughs> well, Nick Dude. Mullins. Chase right. Daniels. That's yeah. true. Guy but Chase Daniel played. wasn't a, a one-of-one. One. He was, what, like fourth or third round maybe? Maybe. Yeah. So. But he somehow stuck around without even playing. Yeah, fair. Which is hard to do. Mizzou legend. He was really good at Missouri. Yeah, he was. Who's that USC so quarterback? He just got signed off of uh, Sam Darnold. John David Booty. No. <laughs> Mark Sanchez. Carson. Matt Liner. Never mind. Okay. Never mind. <laughs> you can't even remember. I can't John remember. David Booty. But all these <laughs> names flying at me, and none of them. He was a USC quarterback, was he not? <laughs> he was. No. John David Booty, yeah, he was. Yeah. He was the year oh, after Liner, right? The guy you're thinking of is the one who played for the uh, for OU, and that's General Booty, his son. Oh, General Oh, Booty. I'm thinking about Booty. The Booty I'm thinking about plays. <laughs> Bootylicious. For LSU, the wide receiver Booty. Oh. Spelled differently. Yeah. It's like what? B-O-U-T-E? Something like that. Most Louisiana and Cajun way How'd to spell you get it. USC out of that. No, no, no. Oh, I'm trying to because Max they, Brown. God, it's gosh. another USC quarterback. Let's just Ooh. let's just end the show. B R O W N E. He was like a number one. <laughs> Caleb recruit. Williams. He was awful. Caleb Williams still plays there. Jackson oh. Dart. That's a good one. God, yeah, that is a good actually, one. yeah, I think that is it. That's the answer he was looking for. Jackson Dart. Yeah, Ole Miss quarterback now. I'm running out of USC quarterback. I yeah. am too. I'm happy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Trying uh, to think who. Matt Barkley? Yeah. Yes, good Matt one. Barkley. That's who I'm thinking of. Oh, yes! that is what you're thinking of. <laughs> it was yes! the last one we hit. <laughs> yeah. It's always the last one you hit because you can, you can stop. He was the Jets backup for a long-ass time, I think. Yeah, where is he now? And he was Giants, he, too. Yeah, he just got picked up by somebody else. I just saw it. Really? Yeah. That's how right. That, he was with the Giants, and then he was on the practice squad, and he got around. picked up. I remember wow. when he was like coming into USC, he was like the number one recruit, and they're like, man, this guy's going to be the next great thing. Yeah. And he was... Okay at USC, he wasn't even that good. It's like if you can go like two and three in your first five starts, you're set for Jacksonville life. Jaguars. Wow. All right. Is he? Okay. Interesting, yeah. Because Bethard played, okay. C.J. Bethard. If C.J. Bethard can make it in the uh, NFL, Baker Mayfield can. He's undefeated Or who's year. the other one? Uh, Josh Johnson, who's played for like yeah. half the league. Yeah. God. He's practice squatted for half the league. That's going to be another interesting thing to see what Pittsburgh does at their quarterback for next year. Okay, let's see. Matt Barkley has been in the league for 10 years. God. The Philadelphia Eagles, Arizona Cardinals, Chicago Bears, 49ers, back to the Cardinals, the Bengals, the Bills, the Titans, the Panthers, the Falcons, back to the Bills, the Giants, and now the Jaguars. Is that it? God. That is it. For now. That's a jersey collection right there. Would you yeah. like to guess his completion percentage in the NFL? 57. As of 2020- Damn, not bad. It's 58. 58.4. Oh, God. So you were pretty close. 
Can we round down to 57? No, because oh. if you'd round down, it would be 58 still. Oh. Can mm. we round down from rounding down? I'm going to say we we're in within 1%, so I'm going <sighs> to give it to you. How many passes do you think he's attempted? Oh, in the NFL. I have it. Can I get the number of games he's played <laughs> or starts? Either God, one. Not that I can't yeah. give you. Oh, okay. I'm going to say. It's like one. <laughs> I'm going to say he's got. Two hundred and thirty passes. Man, that's a good number because I was thinking around two hundred as well. I'm gonna go. You know, I'm just gonna go two hundred two. Three hundred and sixty-three. Dang it! Damn. He's yeah. completed. I mean, 200, 10, 10 seasons. He's, he's completed two hundred and twelve of them. That's okay. probably more than Chase Daniel. More touchdowns or more interceptions? Oh, more interceptions. Probably eleven touchdowns to twenty-two interceptions. <laughs> oh my so, god! Yep. Yeah. He's one of those guys you bring in to run the practice squad. And and then you just have to use him, unfortunately. Yeah. Wow. God. All right. So another to a Matt Barkley suck fest at the end. There we go. Yeah. Another, another fun show, gentlemen. Another yeah, fun show. We're so back. Yes. So back. So back. All right. So well, go eat your PB&J that killer left the I studio am. for. I, I oh, ate halfway through the show. <laughs> I saw you eating. You I haven't that. eaten all day. Are you eating with your mic on? Can't wait. I turned it off halfway through. I can't wait through. to eat it. Dude, they're awesome. Take me back to the old days. Those are good. The strawberry jam ones are good, too. But thank you guys for tuning in to the tier system. That's yeah. Tyler, that's Jay, and I'm the killer. We'll talk to you guys next week.